Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. begin. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason. Good evening. And on a, on, on the Florida line is our other co-host, Phil Jakes. Yay, he's here today. What's Where up? Are you? He's here. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> Question answer. Should I just call that the Florida line from now on? I don't even know. I usually say, on the line. No, today it's the Florida line. It's extra the special. Resident Florida man. It's extra special. The and, inside track, yes. Anyway, so thank you all for joining us, and thank you to our YouTube audience who just joined us because we play copyrighted music that YouTube doesn't allow on our channel. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash sidsview. Thank you, whoever you are, <laughs> whoever one of you is. All four people. All one of you. Okay, so... We usually start our podcasts off with our personal updates, and guess what? We actually have some this week. Uh, I know Phil had some not too long ago, but I have some this week. Yikes. That was loud. That was loud. <laughs> Rip. So I apologize, headphone users. Okay, so. I don't. I got to race. Get into it. Okay, so th- we got rained out, obviously, so this should have been our fourth race of the year. It turned out to be our third race of the year because Thompson doesn't want to give the ACT or pass extra dates because, well, I guess they, well. Like I said, they give dates to child molesters and old MGs dates that they're more important (laughs) on the weekend. They're the only ones coming back there because people with the expensive cars who get their noses ripped off on the transitions go to Palmer. But uh, anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, So (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. No, (laughs) he did not. He did not. Uh, Okay, so no, we got to race. Uh, Again, should have been fourth, third race of the year. Um, I had obviously, if you're a racer, you just, you always make some changes. And I always, and I'm synonymous with making changes to my car. And people yell at me all the time for how many changes I make to my car. But I I figured we were just getting closer and closer to dialing it in. And and I get there and uh, I'd tried a couple different things. I actually went down a road that I never thought I would be walking down with setup, and I got in the car. I go out for practice, and I'm 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 just breaking in like brand new brake pads and rotors and stuff. So I have to take it a little easy. I come back in. I'm like, wow, that thing actually felt really good because I opened it up a couple laps, and I look at the timesheet and I'm like, hmm. I usually don't care about lap times. I don't think anybody really cares unless they're you know way out of the ballpark and they have to figure out how to pick up a half second. Uh, but I looked at it, I'm like, huh, I'm only a tenth off. And I was taking it easy. I'm like, this thing is good. So it's it's a good feeling to have a decent race car under you, especially if it's that fast. And I thought, you know, this is going to be a pretty decent day. So it was also incredibly hot. I mean, it wasn't Florida hot or nothing, but it was about 90. It was super humid. And it's just a not fun day if you're in a fire suit. And it's... I mean, you're still going to do it. That's why you're in a race car, right? You're going to suck it up. Not every day is going to be cold. But anyways, um, I get in the car for the heat race. And uh, since 
since Thompson is uh, obviously running on Wednesday nights, they don't have a heck of a lot of car counts, which kind of sucks. But at least the fans are kind of showing up because we're running tour mods. So the races run like a well-oiled machine if you're not idiots and spin each other out, you know, when there's 14 cars on the track. So heat races ran pretty quick. Uh, I get out there. I'm starting like fourth in the heat race or something. Was, I, don't, I don't even remember. I think it was fourth or, yeah, whatever. Short, short fields. It's hard to remember things. It was so hot. My brain got cooked. So... <laughs> 13 cars. <laughs> yeah, well, we had 15, but I think two didn't make the feature. Um, so we, I start the feet, or the heat race, and I'm just like, man, this thing is really good. I mean, the thing is cutting in the center, and it's actually driving off for once, which I've been really dying because it's. I'm trying to get the thing to bite and drive off, and it's just so difficult to try to get the thing to go. And found a whole bunch of chassis binds, played with the rear suspension and shocks and springs and every, uh, just everything. If I could touch a bolt, it was touched. So I get to the lead super early and just check out. Gone. See you later. I mean, we were up by three quarters of a straightaway. Uh, ran away with the heat race win. Like, hooray for me, win a heat race. But when you're counting points for heat races kind of matters, you know. Um, I shouldn't have said that out loud because people might not realize that they count points in the heat races, but uh, yeah, it matters. So I go out and I'm I'm like, okay, well, we high-tier qualify. That's all I really care about. First is winning the heat race if you get points. Second is that getting a high-tier, and it was like four for high qualify or something. So they handicap the top eight by points. It's pretty easy to figure out the handicap, which is nice. Uh, we started sixth because we're third in points, and then the next two were seventh and eighth behind me, obviously. Uh, and I thought, okay, well, I'm on the outside. Maybe I'll get a good lane. Maybe I'll fire off, and, you know, we might get a good run, and I can get to the front easy. And then that the exact opposite thing happened. The top lane stalled out. Everybody fast got by me on the bottom because I couldn't... I, what are you going to do if it's the first or second lap? You're going to just move people out of the way on the top lane, make it three wide in the middle, do dumb moves. It's not worth it. I mean, if do you, a barrel roll. yeah, exactly. You'll be doing that in no time. Uh, so I just kind of tried to be as patient as possible, but tried to be as aggressive as possible too. But the problem was, is the guy who eventually won the feature got by me early and got to the bottom before me. And the place went, I mean, the race went green to checker. I mean, if anybody's a racer, you get in a race that's green to checker, you don't move very much because yeah, no. If you get, especially if you're in my position where you're like the last of the fast cars, you got to go through, it's like, oh, you're only, you know, half a second off the lead. Yeah, but there's also six other guys in between you and the lead. You have to get by, and that sucks. So I'm, you know, racing my face off, and the car is really good. I mean, really good. I mean, uh, I'll get into the results and stuff later, but... Um, I just start picking cars off one at a time. Obviously, no benefit of caution. That just slows me down. And I feel like I could have had something for him at the end if I had a caution. Yeah, you needed a caution. Yeah. Every time you got into a lane, there was always somebody just uh, holding you up in front of you. So, yeah. It, 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 if you go on the bottom, you got held up down there. If you went to the top, you got held up down up there. Yeah. So, you, you, no matter what you did, there was nothing you could really do. So. It was tough. I mean, things so, will happen. It, it's racing, honestly. It's short track okay. racing. I mean, when did you? When, when was your fastest lap at? My fastest lap was on lap fifteen of twenty. Well, there you go. So the car is good the whole race long. Don't touch it. Well, I got I am gonna touch just a little bit because I need to dial it in just a hair. It's not good. And if you can make something better, make it better. 
Car was tight in the middle, and it just lacked a hair drive off. I well, think we can fix that. Well, don't change springs, and don't change sway bars, and don't flip the car upside down and turn it inside out. And I'm changing a rear spring and changing cross weight. <laughs> <laughs> what? You have to make changes in order to make the car better. You Try wedge and air pressure first. Wrong. Uh, air pressure is not going to make enough of a difference. <laughs> Angry Russian. <laughs> what? Stop that. No, uh, it seems to be working because I was up a tenth and a half on the field. You know? <laughs> if I'm a tenth and a half up on the field during the feature and then my fastest Then why are you touching it? Because I can be two tenths up on the field. <laughs> why Why wouldn't you want to be faster? Try you something. want to be faster. I have to make up points. I'm still grab, behind. Grab the steering wheel and go. I'm Like I said... This the competition is so tight. I have to do something to make it faster to beat them. I'm seven points behind. The top three are separated by seven. I think the top four are like within ten or fourteen or something. It's ridiculous how close the points are. I mean, I didn't even know they were going to keep points in a six race season, which turned into a five race season. This is essentially nothing more than a shootout. But I have to make it up, and I realized just this week. That um, And I do want to talk about this before I talk about how I finished. Um, I thought there was a points discrepancy in our rundown. And I went and I did a whole bunch of research trying to figure it out. And I went and looked online. And I'm glad I didn't fire off an email like half-cocked and stupid, you know, without all my information. Because I figured out on the um, ACT website, the American Canadian Tour, who actually puts up schedules, they put up points, they put up all the results and stuff, because they're the people who underwrite everything. They're the ones who uh, lease the track out in the pass as well. Pro All-Star Series, they lease the track out. Yeah. So all that's going to be on their okay. web pages. People mm -hmm. are always complaining that it's not on Thompson's web page. It's on their web page. So if you're looking for stuff, go there. But Apparently, the points are 55 points to win instead of the usual 50. And my beef is that it says in our rule book for 2021, that is 50 points. So it's like, which which one are we going by? We're going by the people who lease the track? Are we going by our rule book? I, it's, there's a big miscommunication I here. See. Okay, so. You know, I, that's that's something you need if you're going to plan that out strategy. That is something to know. You, gotta, you know, yeah. because in, in the old rule book, I would only be three points behind and I'd be in second in points, but now I'm seven points back in third. No, that so makes a like, difference. So yeah, yeah, clear it up, put it in there. You know? So yeah, figure stuff out there. So anyway, clear. So yeah, I just figured I'd bring that up. But anyway, um, I just keep picking guys off. The car's getting hotter and hotter because we just don't have any caution flags to cool it off. It's the hottest I've ever been in a race car. I swear to God. Um, overheating a little bit. Two fifteen's not bad. I don't think though. It never went above that. Uh, it'll, things 235. it'll live. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it didn't feel sluggish. It better at all live or because if you, if it gets overheated, you're out three, you know, you're out $5,000. Yeah. I'd be pissed. So, um, just for overheating once. Yeah. That would be bad. You can't take the heads off and put another head gasket on. No. Yeah. Right. Five grand. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway. Stupid. No, it is Stupid. dumb. Yeah. I get it. That thing's I'm made up. That. that that desk is made out of press board. I'm surprised it's holding up to that. Funnily enough, I bought that desk from a Russian guy moving back to Russia. Anyway. I'm sure I'll be going back into the <laughs> communism later. I can't help it. You'll you'll it'll be back. Anyway, so again, I I 
raced as clean as I could. I don't think anybody was pissed at me or nothing. So I just kind of got my way back up to third. I was running down Larry in second, and uh, obviously I was catching everybody because I was a tenth and a half faster at the end. Might have been more. I mean, I ran an eight in, at lap fifteen, and everybody ran their fastest times and within the last or the first five laps. But the thing strung out, so it's like, well, what's your excuse? So well, anyway, Warman didn't have to push it. He was out by you know a lap and a half. Right. So anyway, so I finished third. I was just happy to get out of the car. Um, should I go into tech <laughs> or should I just leave that alone? Definitely should go into tech because it's, it, this is bull crap. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. I do it. Get, I, I want to rant. I wasn't I want going some to fire and anger. No, it's not going to be fire or anger. Uh, a lot of people saw my car in tech all night, which is true. It was there all night. I was probably one of the last people to leave tech. I left at 9.15 at night, I think the the Open 80 or what, what's that race called? The Midsummer 75, something yep. like that? It was yeah, the like that. Open Outlaw Series race? Yeah. Anyway, um, I left Tech when that race finished. Like, I was the second feature out, and I didn't get out of Tech until, like, the last race was over. Um, apparently, Tech... I got to give these guys a little credit because there's, like, two Tech inspectors, and they were tearing down literally everyone's carburetors so they had a table full of carburetors over there and there's only two of them and one guy was doing they were just over overworked and understaffed if they had more guys that would be better but that's not my deal um but they came over to me head tech inspector i think his name is i think it's mark st hilaire's the head tech inspector right and um division inspector joe d he they came over to me and questioned me on my carburetor and before this race had occurred, they told me about, because um, they'd looked down my carburetor before uh, this year and said, hey, um, I don't think these throttle plate bolts or screws, I should say, you know, the screws that hold the throttle plates to the main shaft of the carburetor or the throttle shaft or whatever you call it, but they didn't like them. And I sent the rules with my carburetor down to my carb builder and, you know, just so he could build it to the rule book so I wouldn't get thrown out. Um, I don't see anywhere in the provisions that say that these bolts that they used are illegal. And I took a micrometer and I, or, a, you know, a dial caliper or something, and I measured these bolts up against stock bolts and they're literally like the same size, uh, height and depth and everything. They might be shaped different. I don't know, but I believe the aftermarket ones are in fact a little bit larger in diameter. Uh, the head size is like 2,000 tenths two thousandths of an inch smaller than stock but that's about it um but they told me about it a race before and said hey can you change them we're gonna we, you know gonna be teching them etc whatever and i said okay i'll change them so i go over and i, bu- I buy some but they're back ordered <laughs> like okay well has anybody ever tried to buy something on the internet this year or last year everything's back ordered i bought a coil spring a month uh, just a coil spring like the most ancillary item in a race car, a coil spring. I haven't seen it yet. It's been a month. So for someone to have factory holly throttle plate bolts in stock somewhere, and I think I ordered mine from like 
eBay and they come from Canada. So what good is the reason? Luck. Why are they? Why? What is their reasoning behind it? I honestly don't know. I I don't even know if they have any sort of performance advantage they, or what. Did, but did they you were, ask them? Did you tell you? No what one, is the problem? If it's not in the rule books, and it's a screw. I can see the where the red pitch and everything has to be the same. You can't get any more airing. You can't get any more fueling. I mean, what, if the, the head sh- the head shape looks different, I don't know if it's actually better or worse. Again, you're telling I, me that the third place card made 15 more horsepower or whatever it would be to be relevant. I think it was more a thing of well, they said the last race to fix them, and I didn't fix them. And it's like, well, I couldn't get them. <laughs> I honestly couldn't get them. I back ordered. Um, I did get a tracking number and I, I just, I haven't seen them yet, but I don't think they even got shipped yet, but, um, they did let me go with those parts, uh, on the condition that I do fix them. But again, I just don't understand that. I, I, I don't know of any difference in it. I know a truck team got popped for that earlier this year. Um, what is the performance of it? I'm sorry, but... I know it's something... That it, it, I guarantee it probably... Fl- I don't know if it flows better or not. I'd, I've never seen... How much more? I've never seen I a mean, test. Seriously. I've never seen a graph. I've never seen... Num- I just don't know. You think it's going to flow anything to make a difference? Other than replacing the bolts is going to be because they were so heavily corroded that they had to be replaced or else they were going to be broken. Like I said, okay. they, they asked you, me to replace it to stock, and I'm going to replace it to stock. If you think that That's... it's a performance advantage, I think what you should do is do a headstand and then perform an enema on yourself with a bottle of vodka until you see the light. Yikes. That's what I think. I'm sorry. Do That's... it until you see the light, man. That's ridiculous. Yikes. That's stupid. I mean, I... Stupid. I can see I can see in a small little hole like a tiny carburetor venturi any sort of but chug s- it <laughs> any sort of way you can make it smoother or make something small <laughs> something smaller I can see that being any type of it could be a horsepower here or there I could see that I get it but again they told me to do it I couldn't do it that's the only reason. The I audio just, only listeners can hear my eye roll. Yeah, I know, but again, it's just they didn't throw me out for it. Um, I told them if you had them on you, I'd fix it right now, but I couldn't get them. You know, it's again, it's just so hard to find anything right now. I'm sure you can get them somewhere, but when I've already ordered them, like, yeah. What am I going to do? Just keep ordering them from different places and hope one comes in and then say, oh, I'll just go and cancel all these 10 orders that I took. It's like, it's well, hard to get anything right now. So I don't, again, I mean, then at least they were lenient about that. I yeah, mean, God, I, I mean, there must be too many cars or something. Got to really weird out the, weed out the cheaters. There's 13 cars here. No, again, weed I, them out I because can, we got way too many cars here. Again, I see it from both sides. I get it. No, I get it. Stop being a pussy. It's wrong. I think the rule. Stand up for yourself. I think the rule is ridiculous, but something. at the same time, I get why I get why they're mad about it. Oh, stupid. You know the what end I mean? Of story. I get both sides here, so it's okay. Um, no, nah, it's just a. It's. I just wish I'd. <laughs> no. I just wish that I'd uh, had a little bit of uh, an idea of. Maybe I should have just called up Jesse and said, "Hey, maybe I got to borrow a base plate off your carburetor, an old carburetor, so that I can make it with the." 
That's, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I didn't think about that. I just thought, I got to replace the bolts, uh, and I didn't think I could just swap one out. And it's, Well, oh, do well. it, and when, do it. You know what? Do it. And then when you run the same exact time, show them the sheets, and then say, go kill yourself. Ouch. That's, I can't wait to get the crap that you're spewing. <laughs> I can't wait to get the backlash from your stuff. Oh, well. Oh, anyway. well, excuse me. No. <laughs> anyway. No, but like I said, I get it. It's, you know... It's my bad, and it's also a rule that I just don't understand. But um, it's going to get fixed, bar none. You know, it's 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 going to get fixed. So I don't like to be outside the rule book. I mean, I just it's not, not outside it's, the rule book. I just don't know. I, again, I'll go through it again and look, but it might it's be in there. Not it might outside not. the rule book. I, I don't. The know. rule book is in their head. I don't know. You know what else should be in their head? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that today. Uh, what? I for, well, be, well, because I forgot to, you know, on the front stretch, let's just turn it back to the front stretch. I forgot to plug my sponsors because I was so drained from the heat all day. Totally blanked on my sponsor, and anytime we end up mentioning suicide, we always end up mentioning my sponsor, so I don't know if I should do that now. So <laughs> that's not a great idea. But thank you to um, the people who are completely unrelated to any sort of opinion on this podcast. Uh, Jeremiah's Antiques out of Putnam, Connecticut, because I completely forgot to mention them on the on the front stretch. I thanked all the fans for showing up because we had a really nice crowd. But yeah, I forgot we to saw lots of boring. And ones. I plugged the podcast, but then I forgot to mention them. It's like people actually give me money, and I forget. Well, it was a hundred and you know, it's like uh, hundred and fifty damn 100 degrees in, in my Florida. car. It was a hundred and <laughs> Florida degrees out there. So you know who else you forgot to forget. I did forget. I didn't forget to forget. I forgot. Me. <laughs> you were standing there. I waved at you. I'm like, hi. Busted. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the boy was there, too. Yeah. I had the wife, kid, everybody. Yeah. Forgot. Didn't even thank you. I was third. You think they're going to give me mic time? He did thank a couple <laughs> old guys. And I know one old guy <laughs> that's on the team. But I guess I'm an old guy too, so that's fine. Anyway, so yeah, we that's finished. Fine. We f- I chalked that up to the dehydration. So we finished third. Yeah. We uh, didn't get thrown out. Luckily, thank thankfully again. I it is what it is at this point, and I hate I hate that too. Just trust me. So our next race, I think, is on September fifteenth. I want to say, oh boy, I just screwed that up. Yep, fifteenth. It looks like. All right, so. Come on out and watch that. It'll be cooler. It'll be a nicer weather, and uh, it's a midweek thing to do. It'll it'll break up your work week. Why not? We've been getting out pretty early. Come watch. All right. Now that I've taken up the entire show on myself, <laughs> do I not do that all the time? Okay. So I got a couple emails, Jess. Hey, and Phil. Already. Sorry, <laughs> forgot to mention Phil. All I'm right. So here. I got one from uh, Sean Miner. Uh, he says, first of all, good run this past weekend at Thompson. Thank you. Uh, I think if you got a yellow, you may have had something for them. Goddamn right. Uh, goddamn right. We I have did. astute That's viewers. That's two damn races in a row. I'm praying for a yellow. Don't get one. It's like, That's shoot. right. You know? All right. He says, also, this is for Jesse. Uh, also, when, not if, y'all get the custom soundboard you need to put Priest's razzle-dazzle quote from Stafford Victory Lane this past week. I enjoy the show. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Sean. Razzle Dazzle? I think he said something to that effect in Victory Lane. Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna isolate that. I'm gonna write that in my notes. 
I'll get that right with the Rich, the, uh, Rich Hammond. Woo! Yeah, you'll have to put that in your notes. I'll have to go. Okay. All right, so should I... I think I'll save the second email for when we get to talking about uh, Waterford because it's pertinent to that. All right. All right, so we have a very, very strong winner. Or strong winner, I should say. The big winner for Darf of the Week. And we need we oh need boy. we need theme music for this thing. Oh, but anyway, the Darf comment of the week this week. Oh well, uh, I'll I'll come up with it anyway. You can come up with your theme song while I describe where it came from. All right, so this came from Twitter, uh, from a Jeff Gluck tweet about a Kyle Larson Racing T-shirt that was for sale at uh, Knoxville. A, uh, it was of a silhouette of Larson's wife shotgunning a beer. I think it also had the words like, uh, what the hell did it say? Shotgun sweetie? Something like that. It was a cool shirt. I liked it. Um, but the comment came from somebody with the handle who doesn't have their own picture, obviously, uh, because dumb people like this will not post their own picture. Uh, and it says Kevon's son. And it says Kevon, K-E-V-O-N, apostrophe S, Kevon's son. Here we go. All right, here's the Darf comment of the week. Oh, by the way, they're... <laughs> you should probably shut this one off. Oh, there it goes. Oh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you cut it off at the perfect time so Sid doesn't have to edit it. Oops. All right, so their handle on Twitter, if you'd like to go talk to this idiot, is at Vegas underscore 107 which, again, doesn't give away their name because they're stupid and they want to hide their identity. Okay, so it says, Just really hope a portion of these profits are going to some sort of sensitivity education nonprofit. Oh, I'm already Second, lost. Eh, hang on, we're still going here. Second chances are fine, but it just really seems like NASCAR, the main NASCAR media like Fox and NBC... And Larson have just brushed the incident under the rug. And they're speaking, of course, That's of, not a race fan. And they're speaking, of course, of the you know the whole incident with Kyle Larson using a racial slur last year, getting kicked out of his That's ride. That's not and a he, fan. No, they're obviously not a fan. Now, here's what I commented on. I said, you must be stupid, right? <laughs> there is no other explanation. What you're suggesting is that we as a society should never allow someone to atone for a mistake and that they should be forced to live with it for the rest of their life that's not only absolutely ridiculous but criminally inhumane you want to bring back the dark ages the scarlet letter the court of public opinion the stocks and locks no possibility of redemption and an assumption that people are not allowed to make mistakes and learn from them my suggestion to you is You'd better go back through your history, not on social media, but the internet in general, because someone will figure it out and deliver the same sentence upon you. Unless you agree with me, in which case you learned from your past mistakes and moved on, too. Right? Oh, that was weird. Oh, okay, so thoughts? I'll open this up to the board. Panel, whatever you are. It's just somebody that's trying to... It's one of those people that are not fans, but they want to gain, you know, uh, social know. justice warriors, social justice, a sense of self worth, yeah, self validation. It's not an actual race fan, 
No, no, obviously not. It's just some. It's just something that popped up on their Twitter or Facebook, feed, whatever the heck it was. I don't even Twitter, know. Twitter feed, Twitter, whatever. Twitter's full of idiots. It anyway. could just be somebody that just hates NASCAR and just looks to go out and just and uh, bashes it somehow. So usually, these people with just the name numbers after their name, yeah. I just completely discount anything they ever say. That's a general rule of thumb on Twitter, it seems. Yeah, but think about what they're saying. <laughs> Like I said, no possible. You're essentially telling me that they should never be able to recover from making a mistake. Like that, they have to. They have to live with that. The and the entire thing, the rest of their life. That's the most dangerous thought I could ever think of. Well, not that, but that's really close to the most dangerous. I'm sure they never made a mistake in their life. Are you kidding? Of course they did. Yeah, (laughs) right. Their biggest mistake was being born. Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, come on! You, this is this is the mindset of a lot of people now. This Th- nigga sucks! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, We're gonna get kicked off the internet. You funny, man. This nigga be thinking that type of shit is funny. You took the whole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Let's take that board down. <laughs> the only reason Jesse's playing this board is because say of the thing. It came from movies. You watch it and you think it's funny. No, he picked that board because of what Kyle Larson said, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, but again, think of how many people probably think this way. Oh, we, this 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 is literally the mindset of cancel culture and i hate to get political and stupid about this but this is it it's infecting everyone how do you th- you really think that redemption is not possible and that you shouldn't be redeemed for anything this world would be so much of a better place without social media yes it's social true. media is they should be cancer. they should be scrolling through their phone <laughs> they should be scrolling through their phone on social media while in the garage with the car running <laughs> 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 they probably have a an electric car, a hybrid, so it won't do the job. <laughs> it's okay; it, it won't kill. The, they don't have a lot of brain cells, so it's not going to kill a lot of them. So it'll be enough. All right, so thirty-five <laughs> minutes of us telling people to kill themselves. Yeah, we're doing great today. We're right back on schedule. Yes. Um, all right, so you know what? I'm done talking about stupid people again. The if worst you... thing to do is actually is probably to give them attention. Yeah, that's the worst. So again, I gave you their handle. If you want to go tell them how much of an idiot they are, I'm have gonna fun. go. I'm gonna go help the boy with the computer stuff and make he's, a pee pee. He sounds yeah. like he's being quite patient. Yeah, so. Phil and I can go through Thompson results anyway. Yeah, so. they, they were boring anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, know. And there's a it lot was of crate divisions about, so. that ran single file. So. Boom, with the mic drop, bitch. The people on YouTube are very confused by that. So anyway, all right, so Thompson results. The races I was at last weekend. Let me shut this door real quick. There we go. Okay. Late models, Mark Jennison won. Uh, that race and uh, Mark's a freaking cool dude. Like seriously, I like Mark. Um, Did he do do more donuts when he won? I don't know. I didn't get to see it because I was sitting in my car. I don't. I didn't see a smoke cloud though. And with tire shortages, I guarantee people aren't doing <laughs> donuts right Fair now. Fair point. Fair point. Um, 
Limited Sportsman, Ryan Waterman picked up the win. I finished third. I think Barnett was second. Uh, that was your top three. Uh, we, in the Sportsman, I'm really confused by this season because uh, I think we've had like two shows go green to checker or mostly green to checker. Um, and I think the third one, we probably had one or two cautions. I mean, it's just, you know, we've just been super clean and now our next race will be an absolute trash fest. So don't worry about it. Uh, I, I think some of the changes they made to the car have stabilized them a little more. Well, we also only have like 15 cars and there's two distinct groups of cars. It's like five yeah. or six fast ones and then 10 guys who are still trying to figure it out, you know, and that's pretty right. much it. Um, so mini stocks, Jared Roy picked up that win. Kid can win at, uh, Thompson Waterford. Doesn't seem to matter now. Um, there was a big wreck, uh, for Mitch Bombard and Dave Trudeau. I, I heard, I was going back to the trailer for tools on, uh, my scooter and, uh, saw Trudeau's car coming in on double hooks. And I'm like, Ooh, if you see a mini coming in on doubles, that's pretty bad. I guess he got squeezed up into the wall by somebody hit the right front probably knocked the brakes off of it slid back down the track and mitch just thought he was going to stay up there and he did not because yeah, i don't mitch think he had nowhere to go he said i don't think he had a chance uh so there was a big wreck between those two but those guys i guess were all right uh sk lights was a fun thing to see um buddy charrette won and then i believe after the race he got protested uh so he <laughs> he had to do extra tech at least he had to do it at night instead of like me, and I had to stand there all day with my fire suit on, <laughs> which stunk. What did, what did they protest? Do you I know? believe they protested front shocks, if I'm told correctly. Um, I think Paul probably protested him. I think he said he did. Um, he had, I, I believe he admitted it. Oh, um, Paul French? Yeah, yeah, I saw a post about that I, on Facebook. I believe yep. he, yeah, I believe he admitted that he protested, but that's okay. You're, you know, as a, yeah. as a competitor, you're completely, you know, you within your rights to protest another competitor. He said, you know what? They came back legal. I just wanted to put, you know, make sure he was legal. That's fine. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I'd like it if I, other people did that, you know? I honestly wish they would do more of that and have claimer rules on engines and stuff like that up north. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't mind a, you know, uh, protest tech at all, you know, just let them have it. Yep. So, uh, after that, it was the street stock open race. That was a thousand bucks to win. And, uh, Paul Newcomb waxed everybody with that one. He seems to be really, really good at these. Um, he, I know that his clutch was unhappy because he came through tech cause I was standing there the whole night and that thing was screaming loud. Like, that thing was gone loud. I'm like, yikes, I, I'm plugging my ears because, Jesus, it was loud. But he won that race. Uh, let's see. And then Open Modifieds, they didn't have SKs that night. Open Modifieds finished out the night, and Ronnie Williams won in the uh, Casella 25 car. I didn't get to see, like, any of these races like I wanted to, and I didn't pay for the pay-per-view because my family actually went to the track, so I didn't watch it either. I still can't get used to Ronnie being in that 25 car. I'm so used to having Pennock in that. Oh, yeah. I've seen a bunch of different people in that car. Um, as of late, though. But anyway, all right, so we should move on to Stafford results. At least I could watch these. Uh, well, maybe. We'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> so, oops. Stafford results. All right. Street Stocks, again, never fail to put on a good show. 
Chris Meyer rebounds from losing the lead last lap last week to win this week. Uh, there was a restart with four to go. That got interrupted by Flo. They just put like a, we will return shortly on the screen and had the Flo logo and there's music playing. And so we missed the restart. And then with two to go, they did it again. So I missed some action out of that. And then uh, they came back for the finish. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> like, I think they only had like one caution maybe though. But Chris was again. A stroke or something. Get out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is a frat house. Anyway. Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> Christ. Ew. Anyway. Have another beer. Did you see that yes, fiasco, Jess? What? The uh, street stock race at the end where they had the restart with like six to go on flow and they put the screen up on flow that you couldn't watch the restart? What track? Stafford, I'm sorry. Oh, Stafford? Yeah, for the street stock race. Or was that just me for some weird reason? I don't know because I went and rewatched it, hmm. and um, don't remember it. Yeah, I don't. Hmm. I'd have to go look it up, but I, I'm certain that happened because I was watching it live and I was pissed off. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what did I just do here? Anyway, I'm old and I don't know how to use a computer. So limited late models. Devin Jensik picked up his second you win. You didn't talk about who won that race. I did. I said Chris Meyer. Did you? Yeah, I said Chris Meyer picked up the win after losing it from last lap last week. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I didn't even hear that. I said it early, <laughs> and then I talked about other and stuff then, about flow. Yes, yeah, Frank the Three Jr. finished second. Yeah, Frank the Three. He finished second. It was one yeah. of those races that um, it seemed to matter where you started. At, you know, it was going to more or less dictate the outcome when it came to those two, especially you know, because they both went through traffic, you know, quicker than Matt Buckler can make up a metaphor. So, yeah, they're just carving yeah. through it. Did you see what I did there? And some of these guys are absolute <laughs> boat anchors starting up front, and they For really throw a wrench audience, in it. They saw what I did. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. the limited late model race, the last lap battle was just phenomenal. It was uh, Devin Jensik picked up his second win, like I said. Uh, awesome last lap battle with Jeremy Lavoie. Uh, Lavoie was leading on the white flag. This is like the street stock race last week, but it was the limited late models. Yeah. Lavoie was leading. Uh, I think he slid up in two. Jensen got a run to the bottom coming out, got next to him coming into three, and uh, Lavoie got loose on the high side, and Jensen ran to the flag alone. So he got back by him on the last lap. It was a killer battle. They were really pretty clean, too. It wasn't It wasn't a real slam fest or anything. Well, there was some drama on the, the well, positions yeah. behind them. Okay, so it wasn't for them so so much as it was for the people behind yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, the 22 and the 12 there uh, yeah, got Patton, together there. Pat Node and uh, Alexander Fern got together and yeah. uh, kind of locked horns in turn one and did not finish well. No, I saw the whole thing. I had to rewind it a couple times. I, I was like, well... Why did he chop her twice? Did did she rough him up or something going underneath uh, him? Gary's a little but, bit of a dart without feathers sometimes, but but when I re looked at it, no, she got under him cleanly. He just got loose coming up out of four. Like I said, sometimes. And then he she was definitely there, and he turned left down straight away, and then okay, yeah, turned hard left again, uh, like she wasn't there going into one, and took them both out. In my opinion, I, that was on him, man. Uh, well, okay, I don't yeah. re I don't retract my statement, but I do, you know, add the word sometimes to it. Yeah, no, so. he, he was a dart without feathers. It was, it was. Uh, <laughs> they don't have spotters, but you can put a spot mirror on and figure it out well, for yourself. Well, you can feel her the first time you being can figure there. It out. 
if you feel her inside of you when you wait bring her to the that's what she said (laughs) that sounds kinky (laughs) especially hers inside of i had to interrupt i I was gonna let that slide i went for it that's what i mean her was inside of him hey there's people who do this weird shit that's not my cup of tea baby peg no forget it let's not go there all right continue continue moving on once you feel once you feel the the vibration next to her next to him of a car being there excuse me oh okay yeah (laughs) this is going badly um (laughs) the first time you figured that there'd be room enough going into one one or two one (laughs) i'm sorry i couldn't help myself Depends if she's... Exp- uh, forget it. I'm going to move on. Definitely pack that rear end full of... <laughs> oh, we got to go on. Full of hard steel. Anyway. We have to move on. It You're didn't done. end well for those two, so that sucks for them in the points. Uh, at least Alexander for the points. Uh, no okay. fault of her own there. Nope, no, no fault of her own. She's racing hard and gets chopped. So After that is the Senator's Cup. After that is all metaphors. Now we're going to late models and SK lights. Uh, I just do these in order like this. I don't know what they are on track. I just, whatever. Lay models. Michael Ray picked up a win. Uh, I forget how long it's been since he's won, but it's been maybe a couple years. I'm not sure. Uh, And the race was nowhere near the demo derby that it had been for the last few weeks. They were very well behaved. This time. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see in a few weeks. Uh, Okay, so let's move it on to SK Lights. Uh, One of those uh, Chapman spawn. Tyler Chapman won. Uh, they're everywhere. Uh, their field filler, Alex Pearl finished second. Uh, I think he could have had a good shot if there was a yellow, honestly, but, uh, not, not to be. Again, this, these Chapman kids are so young. It looks like they're still wet behind the ears. Like the doctor still hasn't dried them off yet. So, but apparently they can drive modified cause he's winning. They're winning. Basically all of them win anyway. So it, those kids are like Oompa Loompas. They just keep appearing. I don't know how, how many are there? I think there's three minimum. That are racing. I don't know how many are left in the stables. There might be and ten of them. They're all pretty good. There might be ten of them. They might be breeding them. They might sell. Did they sell them? No. Okay. Uh, kind of no. like horses. <laughs> oh, okay. Look like at pedigree. Ah, gotcha. Yes. You feed them the it's right. Fun to horse. watch. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, they, they. Hey, they're supporting racing, dude. It's great. Doing yep. a good job. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another win out of that camp. So that's good. Uh, let's see. And last up was the SK Modifieds. They ran their revamped Senators Cup 50-lap race. This is also, you know, one of those races they brought back. That was one of those historical races back in the 70s. Yeah, they ran these back in the 70s. And yeah. But, uh, let's see. It, primarily. And if, hey, if there's any excuse to, to, uh, bring more money to the winner or whatever, higher purse to the division, I'm all for it. I don't care what it is. Yeah, it's all notoriety, That's whatever. Cool. That's cool. They have a special um, race every other week at Stafford. Fine. That's fine. Great. You can't have too many. I'm fine with Yeah, yeah. Uh, more money, more money. Keith Rocco won that race. It was a, just a great battle with him and uh, Todd Owen. Similar to the uh, uh, limited late model finish. Yeah, uh, he had to hold off very strong surge from Todd Owen. Um, he lost the lead. And then yeah, he did. Uh, he lost the lead, and then the yellow came, so that saved him. And then Owen got back by him, and... Uh, Rocco managed to get under him uh, with two to go, just chucked it in under him at th- in turn three, and he managed to hold Owen out long enough that he could mount a charge coming to the flag, and he man- just pretty savvy 
Uh, hard racing, just hard racing. Todd is super lights out this year. That would have been his third win in a row in the SKs at Stafford. That's hard to do. I mean, yeah, he gives me hope for the future because that old man can move still. Yeah, well, he goes in way. This is another sexual metaphor. Uh, yeah, he goes in way deeper than anybody. But you know, if he can come out hard, uh, he, he's golden. Uh, oh, we're not going down that path. Like a shower. Correct. We're not going down that path. No. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, but no, Rocco managed to win the Senators' Cup. I forgot how much it was to win. It was. Yeah, I, they won more money than usual. I think it was $3,000. It could be. I think they added a bunch to the that's purse. That's not bad. So, yeah, that's pretty good. All right, so Speed Bowl results. Now, okay, I got another email from uh, Richard Wisniewski, apparently. Uh, thanks for sending it in. Enjoying your show. I believe he's a uh, former... Uh, late model driver. Could be. The name sounds familiar. I know it sounds familiar. Yep. Uh, it says, enjoying your guys' show every week. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, sir. Uh, since you have... Oh, sorry. My mic stand's always in the way. I'm always reading these with one eye, so give me a second. Since you never have much to talk about regarding the Speed Bowl... Guy obviously listens. Uh, I, I wish thought, I could. But <laughs> I wish I could, too, obviously. We, we, we love the Speed Bowl. If I could go to the races every week, like my schedule was good and like I could afford to go every week, I would go every week. You know, I just wish I wish I could. Um, we used to with Sid's view, but, you know, it doesn't happen no more. I have so. one day off, and it's only Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> okay. just, he's a working man, so mm. it's tough. Um I just wish I could. Buddy, he says, uh, oop, read a line ahead there. Says, uh, since you have never have enough to talk about regarding the speedball, I thought you would be interested to know that there seems to be a new rivalry in the SK Light Division. Well, everybody likes to see that because that's just excitement to talk about. Uh, Buddy Charette had some harsh words for, I think it's Jonathan Puglio because I saw him down there. Uh, Larry Goss and the officials in the post-race interview. I guess he had, I guess he's driving Larry's car now. I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't see what happened, but heard there was an incident in the heat race. I didn't. I did see some contact during the feature, but Buddy ended up in third. Basically, Charette said if the officials don't want to do anything, then he's going to take care of things himself, which is an old school racer thing to do. And then they'll throw you out anyway, which is all they can do uh, if they do anyway. Uh, I he's mature, he, yeah, real mature. He said he goes on to say, uh, "Kidding." He goes on to say, "I will say, Pulio has added some excitement to the division. Well, I think he does too." Uh, the lights seem to be a healthy division at both Waterford and Stafford with car counts being higher than the SKs, which I agree with. Yes. Uh, thank you, Rich. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think Buddy is starting to make uh, some... Got the thing hooked up with Thompson anyway. He's going everywhere. Yeah. He's fast at Waterford and Thompson. He's figured it out. I don't think he's got the time to race at Stafford, obviously. Um, but he owns his own business. He's yeah, he owns his own business. He can't it's work tough. every day. It's tough. Yeah, he can't <laughs> race every day. <laughs> there's, um, there's still a number of SK light guys that won't go to Stafford until they have spotters. That's a good point too. Because See, I think um, he's one of them. There I believe. You, you know what? That is true. I believe he's also one of them. He's got killer equipment. A great sponsor. Have you seen his new? His used up. His not used up, but his used stacker that's got someone else's scheme on it. It's pretty yeah. cool. I bet he got it for a song too, which is neat. Um, I would love one. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a good competitor that's kind of going. I mean, I understand where he's coming from, too. I wouldn't want to risk my investment racing a car I can't see out of. You know, it's just yeah. tough to do. It's, it, it, I mean, that's all I can say. That's all it is. 
I just won't risk my investment if I can't see. I'm not. If I can't see what I'm doing, I'm not going to make a move. How they don't pile up like 15 cars every race is beyond me. Yeah. You know, they, the drivers really do a great job at Stafford. They do. I think they're they just really, really used to it. But, I mean. The horse is dead. We, yeah, we've already killed that one. Um, I just He's keep, already been shipped to households in India. The, the, the horse is so dead, I keep walking over its grave and it's got grass on it. Stop, um, stop. He's already dead. <laughs> Say, okay, so we'll move on to the speed roller. I am evil Homer. I am evil Homer. <laughs> we just keep rolling. Yeah, we keep going with that one. Uh, so speed bowl results, Legends cars, Jordan Churchill won. Again, still only seven cars. Run them Wednesdays. Ooh, on. they got an extra one. Yeah, I think uh, Palmer showed up with one. Uh, I think he's starting to park the thing because he finished last. I'm not sure. But the guy's one of the winningest freaking Legends car drivers out there. He finished last. I don't think he did. <laughs> You know, I don't think it's the car. You got to uh, put Jags back in one. I don't think it's you. I think it's the car anyway. Uh, yeah, put Jags back in one. Now, then you'd get a couple guys to help get his old ass back out because you can't fit in those things, man. I Just can't do Just tip it over sideways and pick it up. I can't And let it. him crawl out from under it. I couldn't get out of that thing. You kidding? Uh, okay, so mini stocks I heard was a great finish. Uh, Tommy Silva picked up the win, but... Kenny Cassidy Jr. was in Doug Curry's number two car. And Kenny came from the back and finished. They were side by side coming to the line. He barely, barely <laughs> lost that race, apparently. Kenny still got it. Obviously, the guy knows how to drive. And obviously, the speedball trucks were off, which is why he was running that car. Uh, I've asked Doug to run that car, and he said, bring money. So... <laughs> <laughs> I guess he doesn't trust me, <laughs> which that's fair. That's fair. Doug's defense, he's right. <laughs> no, he is right. I agree. <laughs> and I wouldn't let me drive either, knowing my history. So moving Bring on. Money. Moving on. Speaking of Doug Curry, the young man got his first street stock win in, I would assume, dramatic fashion, because we heard but we didn't get to see yet. We're still waiting on video before we really form a decent opinion on this. Uh, There was late race drama between Al Stone and Ryan Waterman. Uh, Now, Phil, you might have heard more than what I did, so why don't you elaborate on this one a little bit? Basically, what I heard is it was just a result of really hard racing, and I guess Stone was trying to pass the nine car and had to check up. And Ryan got into him and turned him around, or so, I don't know. I obviously, haven't still seen a video either. So I'd uh, heard I I don't know. I had heard different. I'd heard they were both battling for the lead or something. I, I don't even know. I wish yeah. I'd seen a video. Damn it! Uh, I wish I'd seen a Facebook live, you know, cell phone video that you can't God, see. Someone's got anything, do just anything. Get, <laughs> they need some kind of media coverage down there. Jesse, you have something to add? Oh, okay. Uh, the <laughs> dive bomb. So anyway, <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for that too. And anyway, yeah, I mean, I don't. Again, we can't form an opinion on something we can't see, but we hear about. It's like, okay, well, tell us more. We heard there might have been attempts at fighting in the pits and stuff, and it's like. And his name is John C. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I want to see some wrestling. I do too. I want to see some wrestling like the old days. That would be nice. That would be fantastic. It would be great. 
fight but, night. And come on, guys. Three, man. I mean, I know the Speed Bowl has a reputation for having, you know, people, ah, whatever. We'll move on from that one. But of economic distress, let's say. But I know everybody's got a damn cell phone. Come on. Camera up. It's five seconds. I mean, I can take my cell phone out, push one button right here, and I have my camera immediately. Or even swipe it. I don't even thought unlock it. I get my camera. Five seconds or less, you got a camera out. You can be recording people throwing haymakers. Let's see it. You know, I want to see it. Yeah, stop being lazy, people. I mean, I, mean, I will say, I, I, I kind of like aggressive Al Stone now. I don't. It's not Al. I just think it's funny. It's I just do. not him. I do. There's a development there. And I like to see a guy when he's had enough. He's had enough. And I mean, who doesn't who doesn't like Michael Douglas and falling down? Okay, uh, all you all he wants to do is go home. Okay, you know, the older I get, the more I understand that character, <laughs> which is kind of funny. How do you not like? It? I just want to go home. Okay, I get it. That's all right, it. Yeah, I'm, all Al Stone wants to do is go home. I just think the New Haven's coming out of him. So it's going to, I think we're going to see something interesting out of him soon. So let's see. Ho- it. Hopefully it's not the actual New Haven, gun, gun wave in New Haven. Oh, yeah. What do we have? Seven murders in six weeks there? Yeah, great. Uh, so moving on, uh, <laughs> they had the Pro Fours there. They, they had Robert Cardi won the main race and Cody Rose won the limited race. They had six cars and two winners. Honestly, if I owned one, uh, it would be up for sale already. Um, and I'd be praying that someone bought it. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Cody go to a big car. He's yeah. Get the kid out of there. Get rid of that freaking car. It's gonna become a lawn ornament soon. Get rid of the thing. Herpes just like trucks. Yeah, they are herpes like trucks. Can't get rid of it. Um, late models. There's something you can buy and sell, especially ACT cars. Jason Palmer won. I guess it was a pretty good battle again between him and Ray Christian the third. Uh, those two have been fun to watch, apparently. Um, let's move on. Again, allegedly, SK's, allegedly. Allegedly. we can't see him. Allegedly, yeah, we don't see it. Uh, there, I mean, I think... want to be sued. I mean, I think Mitch does their social media now, and he does a pretty damn good job, but he can't, yeah. do, he can't do everything, because he's also the photographer, too. So Yeah. <laughs> the boy is stretched very thin. Oh, well, like I said, we, we love speedball. I just yeah. really wish we, we could go. We love the place. Can. We wish we could go. We wish we could watch. If it was on streaming, I'd probably pay for it. But, oh well. I can't because it's not. All right, so SK Lights took the place of the SKs for this for this uh, day as well. I don't think they were at Thompson either. Um, but RJ Marcotte won that race. Uh, there was an interesting story coming out of that because Wayne Burroughs uh, wasn't even going to race because I guess the engine was worn out to the point where they had to get it refreshed, uh, which you can do in an SK Light. But... Uh, R.J. Marcotte said, hey, by the way, uh, we have a spare car. Instead of taking the week off, why don't you run our spare car, which was super cool. Um, I don't know. I don't remember where Burroughs finished. It might have been near the top five or six. I can't remember. But I think he had a decent night, but he did finish, so, which is really cool. Now, I want to go into something about uh, Waterford and Thompson, since we just talked about both of them, and uh, local ACT divisions as well. Uh, all the car counts just really seem to be down across the board, and I'm just curious why. Is it NASCAR leaving? Is it tire shortages? Is it COVID problems? Is it, like, repercussions of shutdowns? I mean, what is it? What's the problem here? Well, for Thompson, it's, it's tough to run on a, on a Wednesday night. That stinks. That's an awful day. That's the big thing, I think. I hate that. Thing. I honestly think that's the oh, big that key. sucks. 
I mean, yeah, yeah. race gas is eleven twenty-five a gallon for the cheap stuff. Tires are short, but it's not the cost. The cost has never been different. You know, it's always yeah. been, it's always been every penny. Okay? I think I think it's a little bit of everything. Everything you, you make, okay. Yeah. Races will put tarps on their roofs before they replace it. If baby needs new tires. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Phil, are so. you guys experiencing a lot of stuff down in Florida or, or what? We're starting to see it. New Smyrna canceled a couple of weeks ago mm. because they had no tires. Um, they, there's been a couple other issues down here with some tire shortages. But overall, I'd say that they're making do with it. But... Up there, I I just don't know why people didn't start conserving tires sooner. Yeah, I, I don't either. But uh, uh, it also one... took it also took a year and a half for COVID to become a problem. I only quote, I, in I, Florida. I only so hear, I only know of one one source. China. <laughs> China. Is that the problem? What's China. With that? <laughs> China. You were saying, Phil. I think you're going to see it more and more here shortly as we get to the end of the year, but I don't know. I think I think they're going to start getting it back under control soon. Hmm. Hopefully, um, but I think it's going to take another year at least for everything oh, to yeah. start coming back around. Maybe even two years for things to get really back to complete normal with the tires and parts suppliers yeah, and stuff. By that time, we'll be we'll be the USSA. Well, I think I think with the tires, they're able to get the supplies now. Is what it sounds like. So with the off season for most tracks, I mean, Florida is lucky we get to race some of our tracks mostly all year round. But most of the country shuts down, and that's going to be huge for Hoosier to be able to catch up and get some inventory. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's oh well, we'll figure again. We'll figure it out soon. Hopefully, the winter comes and like they can at least make up a lot of ground on what they lost. Yeah. So uh, they got to fill a bunch of warehouses, you know? So uh, anyway, so we'll go move on to Seekonk real quick. Uh, just because I love Seekonk and I don't, I don't hear anything about Seekonk either, just like the speed bowl, but uh, I, you know, we love Seekonk. We're going to move it on. So sport trucks, Mike Cavallaro returned to victory lane. He usually just guy is lights out in that division sometimes. I don't know if he's been out or just not been there or whatever, but he came back and won that race. Uh, sportsman, familiar face, Chad Baxter, he won again. That division, you know, I think that division saw a jump in car count when the rules for Waterford and Thompson got closer to their division. You know what I mean? I think that they got a little bit they're running 26, 27 plus cars at Seekonk in the sportsman division every week. That's a ton. Yeah, but they still run Camaros, though. Yes, they do. But yeah. I think Camaros are actually allowed now for I us, think too. I think, well, not really because the wheelbase in Camaro is different. Well, it's. I looked at the rules. They said something about Camaros being legal now. I really kind of mm, wanted one, really. but. <laughs> not yet. But Yeah, I um, know. But it, no, it's because Thompson, I mean, Seekonk uh, has always been really good about making the making the Monte Carlos and the Camaros to be really competitive versus each other. Neither one of them has a really big advantage. So mm. hence, you're going to get a lot more cars because you can run two different types of cars, but you could still go just as fast, really, depending on your setup. Mm. Yeah, there are Monte Carlos that win all the time, and there are Camaros that will do very well as well. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's fair. 
they've done this. They've done it well. They've done that for a long time. Yeah, and I I, I think it's just Seacon. Seacon Tech own. is Seacon Tech is also really yeah. in, interesting I, yeah, as well. I just think I it's like Seacon it on their own. Really, I like their tech too. So, all right. So moving on, there it's uh, late models. Chase Belcher won. Uh, I didn't hear anything about that. There again. That ACT division, again, is kind of suffering. Usually they're not. Usually they're really doing a lot better than this. Um, and it definitely ain't because Waterford's running. I know that because those guys didn't come. They went to Waterford when they weren't running, and now they're they're all going back. But they're getting like 10, 12 cars. It's like, that sucks. Usually it's double, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the ACT rules, but these divisions are kind of suffering now, and I don't get it. Meanwhile, Stafford's going like this. We're not suffering with our late models. <laughs> Play the long game. Play the long game. Be stubborn. I guess it works out. As long as they keep fixing them, we'll keep racing them. Screw it. I'm wrong. Because all the roots <laughs> sitting there laughing at all of us that criticize them for sta- sticking with the G-body cars. You know what's funny is if they went to ACT cars, they'd still probably pull 25. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's Stafford. Uh, people just want to race there. They could race tricycles and they'd race there. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I don't know. I was the only one that that thought the Stafford made the right move by not doing an ACT car. Really it's do. really not wrong. I mean, I mean, they got chassis, they got support, I mean, every, they got every, everything. Yeah, everybody that that had Waterford and Thompson type car, you know, they all had to sell the Stafford people. Because and yeah, where else are they? Going and here's the out? here's the best part is they have a great partnership with Hams. And Hams creates chassis, and they have a ton of chassis support by them. So you've got a great distributor there helping out. You got BFR. You got all these other guys local who will repair these cars. Johnson's still around. They're in North Carolina, but you can still get their stuff. It's I mean, there's a lot of support. Of shipping. Yeah, I know. But again, Hams is local. They have a big hand in those, in like limited late models, late models, and all sorts of stuff. So their support is big. So. I told the guy who walks around and does the welding insurance, I forget his name, I'm sorry. But um, I said, yeah, I might have to buddy up with you because uh, if I go to race at Stafford, i got to be friends with the welders because if I need help over the week, like a clip or something, I'm only calling you. So <laughs> you never know. Um, but anyway, Pro Stocks, another familiar face one, and it was Dave Darling because the guy just absolutely rips. Um I think he's already got his eighth championship in reach. Like, I think it's already there. Like, I think somebody said if he wins another race, he locks it up already or something like that. It's just ridiculous. I wonder how many career wins he has. A good amount. Uh, I just don't know how much. I'd have to figure it out. I'd just be curious to see how far he is behind uh, Radical Rick. It's got to be a little bit, though, because Rick started a long time ago. He saw a lot of success. I mean, it takes a lot to get to 100 wins. I mean, look at Keith Rocco. Look how long he's been at Stafford, and he's at uh, 75 career wins there now. I think he hit 65 uh, modified wins this past week, and I think he's got 10 late models, obviously. Uh, so it's – and, again, I think the guy's got 100-something wins at Waterford, but it's – you know, that was during the Malays era when nobody was showing up either. So, um yeah, and he just absolutely ripped it down there. And I mean, look at Teddy. It took him a long time to win a hundred plus races at two tracks. It just it's so hard to do. So yeah, I mean, he's probably climbing up. We'd have to take a look. I bet he's somewhere in the fifties or sixties. Got to be somewhere up there. Got to yeah. be. I mean, the guy wins all the time. All right, so why don't we close this thing out with uh, a p- 
opinions, uh, unless Jesse has more stuff on his notes than I do, but uh, I'm going to talk about the Indy road course that re- that NASCAR and IndyCar ran on this weekend. Yeah, I could talk about the NASCAR road course, too. Which one is that? Well, the big one, anyway. I mean, I don't really care about the Xfinity one, because that was just... No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Indy, Indianapolis road oh, course. Oh, Indy, yeah. Indy, Indianapolis, sorry. And I said they ran IndyCar and NASCAR. So okay. uh, I know that was a little confusing. There's a huh? dual meeting between Indy and Indy. Yeah, those Indy Indies. Yeah, <laughs> Indy Indy, got it. Okay, so anyway, um, IndyCar NASCAR they had uh, a little bit of a shared weekend. They ran um, IndyCar on Saturday, Xfinity on Saturday, and then they ran the Cup Series I on think Sunday. It's great that they have Indy, oh yeah IndyCar and and NASCAR together on the same ticket. If you're a fan of racing and you go like to indianapolis for the weekend and watch yeah. you get a ticket for all three races and you're camping out oh my god think of all the beer you drink yeah. it's gonna be such a good time yeah i mean you gotta help every series out you know it's I, great it's better to band together than it is to be an island i always say diversify try and get fans to see other products try to get other fans see your products there's only way you're gonna grow, and yeah. I mean, you got like businesses. You have got you got Jimmy Johnson racing in IndyCar, so that'll bring the NASCAR fans over. You got uh, Erickson and Grosjean, ex Formula One drivers, racing in IndyCar, so you're gonna see those guys. I mean, this is this is pretty cool to watch. I mean, Indiana fans are gonna go to Indianapolis if the track is open anyway because of the location. So yeah, why not? They love IndyCars. Why don't they just watch some NASCAR races too? Yeah, so anyway, um, I, be- I didn't get to watch all of the IndyCar race, but I will give you, you know what? I'll give you my opinion of this track first, because they didn't run on the oval. They ran on the road course, obviously. Um, it's a nice road course, but my opinion of only racing on the road course at Indy, this is really pertains to NASCAR more, obviously. Um, in- if they race there instead of the oval, it's like going to the Louvre, you know, this famous you know museum and only going to the gift shop instead of seeing the mona lisa you know uh as much as i like road racing we probably have enough uh but what we really need is more unique ovals indy is a unique oval uh wilkesboro which we could talk about right at the end is also a unique oval you know, we need unique ovals to fill out the field. I like all the indie, I like all the road course races, don't get me wrong, but I think we got the wrong road course. You know why they like the road course races? Hmm. Because the road course races, they have to hit the brakes. Yes. Okay? So it brings a short track element to it. But a short track element doesn't have a bunch of big skyboxes for all the corporate executives to stay in there. Okay? They don't have the room for that. They don't have the room for parking and a million fans to camp out at. This smaller place is going to only be a smaller crowd. You know, there's only so much that, there's only so many dates that Richmond or Bristol or Martinsville can hold. And build more boxes. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, they you... have more rope courses. You get all the action with the, with the ability of the skyboxes and the facility. Build That's more, why they like Build it. more boxes then. Um... Go ahead, Phil. You I think you my, my, my question is, why why does it have to be Indy? And why does Indy have to be on the schedule anymore? I, I feel like it's kind of lost its luster as a whole. But um, why don't we go to a place like Road Atlanta or VIR? Because uh, they're trying to go to the Indianapolis area because Indianapolis itself is a big market. 
Indianapolis has more skyboxes than VIR. (laughs) IRP is a nice track. They don't have skyboxes, apparently, Jesse says. This is uh, follow the money, people. Follow the money. VIR is nice, but they'd only be able to watch from the hotel. They'd have to entertain people. Well, you know, VIR, isn't that the place where they have condos? Yeah, they have condos. Entertain from there. That's what I mean. You'd have to kick them out and then... Have well, them, you, you could know. you could get them to rent it out on uh, what do you call it? Them sh- barbecue on the ledge or them something. sharing web, know. you know those that's property not, sharing web pages yeah, or whatever. Oh, like an Airbnb or yeah, something. Yeah, Airbnb. You're, that's not going to work. Out. Why not? Because it's not air conditioned. It should be. It's yeah. freaking Virginia. Well, they have to go outside. And it's VIR. Oh, you got to go. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you're right. That wouldn't Thank work. You. Oh well. Yeah. It was worth a thought. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's tough to go to those places. It, <laughs> you know, you don't get a better venue than Indianapolis. I'm sorry. They they hold the most seats, and uh, they have the best facilities. They have, you know, a, a really rich, race-hungry fan base already built in there. That's true. It's a it's a racing city. It's that's a that's racing why city. they want to go it's there. It's named Speedway Indiana. I mean, there's a reason why they don't go to Chicago. It's because they don't want to get shot. Yeah, no one one cares about Chicago. Or Detroit. Ugh. Yeah, Detroit City course. (laughs) Yeah, let's go there and get wheels taken off our cars. Um, No, there's a reason why they're not going to those places because they're not high up in the market list. They're going to places with higher market value to them. Nashville's got a high market value. You need an audience that's built in. Indianapolis has high market value. There's a reason why California's completely failing. You know, there's not enough value in what they go to, you know. So it's, again, um, I think they could have made the oval track work. It's not the track's fault. It never was. They they drew giant crowds before. It's never the track's fault. I mean, they still race at Michigan, for God's sakes. <laughs> People forget about that. <laughs> no, uh, if you're going to run the big track at Indy, you just need to take the restrictor plate off or the tapered spacer and uh, drop the spoiler. Yeah, put the short track package back on the thing. Give them horsepower and no arrow and sticky-ass tires and send them on the racetrack. Let tires them race. that wear out. Yeah. Make them sticky, but they wear out in 10, 15 laps, and they got to haul onto the it. Yeah. Because they, they that's tried... That's why they like the road courses. They tried these the freaking high downforce packages at, at Indy, and they're like, oh, well, the racing really sucks. It's like, no, your package sucks. You but know? the question, though, uh, the main topic of conversation, though, was the curbs. Yeah. The well, curbs. IndyCar didn't have those curbs. They in, didn't have a problem with the curbs. Yeah, they didn't. Um, but Will no. Power won that race for Roger Penske. Uh, Xfinity race, Chase Briscoe won that for... Briscoe? Was it Chase Briscoe? No, it was, no, it was uh, Austin, Austin Sindrick. Sindrick. I'm sorry. I wrote down the wrong guy because I was talking about him when he was uh, yeah, yelling that, at Denny Hamlin the, later. I told you, yeah, the Xfinity was the legacy it race. It was Austin Sindrick. Yes. Yeah, Not the legacy race. Okay. It right, was because who Austin Sindrick's dad works for Penske's. For I get those two mixed up for no good reason, and I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but I was watching him yell at Denny Hamlin or whatever, and I was writing notes, and I put his name down instead. My bad, folks. Uh, but yeah, they had those big ass curbs that were like perpendicular to the racetrack, offline. And if you went off the racetrack, they became a launching pad in that race. That was yeah. There was a lot of talk about uh, yeah. What do you call it? Uh, or the runoff. Yeah. You know? They wanted to make sure that they held a specific line. I forget what the exact term of what it is, but 
yeah, that's that's what the issue was. They didn't want him running wide coming off the. I mean, there was pavement issues, co- pavement condition issues, I believe, also, which is why they didn't want him to run wide off the off the corner, like turn six and whatnot. So, I don't know why that would be, but uh, well, there's there, yeah, it, 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 the pavement deteriorated, so you don't want I mean, to chunk up. Or something. Watching road courses with NASCAR is kind of frustrating now because you watch these racetracks like Watkins Glen last week where they paved all these runoff areas. So now what do guys do? Hop the curb, drive all the way the hell off the runoff area and just keep going. Whereas instead they used to just, I don't know, stay on the freaking track. Yeah. And that's, that was the topic of conversation between a lot of uh, drivers and a track. Uh, they wanted something where they did a track line had to be very specific, which is why they put a lot of those curbs there. That weren't there from last year, but are now there this year. Yeah. To prevent something like that happening. So yeah. there's there's it, it's a big big giant topic of conversation within road racing anyway. Yeah, I don't. If get you follow it. road racing, I do, but so, it's like. Nah. But you know, if you want people to stay online and stay on the track, make the track narrower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Put curbs. You know, it, don't it, pave it. I watch Formula One and they have pretty aggressive curbs. I don't. And they. If you go offline too much, you you essentially get penalized, right? And if you jump if you jump the curb in a Formula One car, their suspension and everything is way more flexible. You're mm. supposed to attack the curbs in a right. Formula One car. Yeah, the way they're set up, you yeah, attack it, the hell it, out. They have a ton of downforce. The chassis flexes up and down very well. Yeah, you gotta attack the curb and get more speed out of it. In a heavy stock car that doesn't flex, and with a stupid aerodynamic splitter, it's gonna rip the track it's gonna rip the curb apart and or rip your car apart because there's no there's no height limit on it so therefore you got what you got today and yesterday and yesterday i mean you got the guys in the xfinity race hitting those freaking curbs that were perpendicular to the track and it was like hitting a giant speed bump at 100 miles an hour and flying through the air it was comical to watch when they came out of that turn on like the first lap, and you see fifteen cars jumping on. over the freaking curb. <laughs> there he is. That's it. And um, you see like fifteen cars in the background. It looks like a Ivan Stewart off-road race, where you see just fifty guys doing this like dolphins in the ocean. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it went to the height of yeet, full yeet, full oh, yeah. complete yeet. <laughs> As the young people would say, "Hello, youths." They got all Front four wheels, four to five feet off the ground, like monster jams in town. Yeah, four to five yeet off the ground. I don't like those perpendicular curbs. I mean, <laughs> make the track narrower and put a curb on the outside so that they can run up on it, but not a freaking speed bump, man. Come on. Yeah, especially if you if you get forced off there, that sucks. I mean, if you get forced I mean, off, that sucks. But you should wreck the guy forcing you off too. Right. So, <laughs> someone dr- forces you off. Wreck don't them. drive there. That drove me crazy when they when they ripped up the uh, the part of the curb in turn six that that was uh, in the cup race. Yeah. Yeah, in the cup race, they ripped it up. They dragged it away. They cleaned up the track. Okay. It's like don't. And then there's another perpendicular curb there that's got and full jump to stop like, you from going to the inside. Like, hey, guess what? If you haven't seen it a million times already. Don't drive there. Don't drive there. And it's guess still what? there after all the laps, by the way. They still did. It's and they still there. Still, they, they went lower, and they still drove over it. And Michael like, McDowell slammed that you? thing. <laughs> oh, Corey LaJoy got that it. thing. Well, he got forced off. It's not Corey LaJoy's fault. Brian Newman, oh, for God's sakes, he, he hit that thing and almost killed himself. I'm like, hang it up, you old fart. 
But can I we mean, talk? Ryan Newman needs to go away. drive there. Can we talk? Yes, I agree, modifieds. Phil. I agree, Phil. Hang up in the sunset and drive modifieds. Okay, so totally um, agree with Phil. Yeah, I agree as well. But um, the the problem at the end of the race, and also a little bit during the race, was that they have these steel curbs, and what was it? The S is in turn six or whatever you said. Yep. And they got damaged earlier in the race, and I think they had to go out and fix them once. And then they came back through with only a handful of laps to go, and I think William Byron caught it, and it, like, ripped the radiator directly out of his car, sent them flying. It was just a regular curb, yeah, too. Everybody, well, it, it's they still attacked it way too much in a stock car. I'm sorry well, here's the you. thing. Um, that curb, with any other car, can handle it no problem. But what the Cup Series has is no ride height. And a stupid aerodynamics. And they have the splitter basically on the ground, so if you hit the curb, guess what happens? It's going to dig in. It's like running in the grass in a Cup car. So you've got 40 cars that weigh 3,400 pounds or whatever they weigh now. I don't even know. They can't even spin into the grass in a Cup car without it being destroyed. With a splitter. What do you think is going to happen in a curb? Digging into a piece of steel at speed every single lap 40 cars what do you think's gonna happen don't drive there xfinity had has a ride height rule and they do have kind of lip, lips and splitters and stuff but they didn't hit the curbs they didn't ruin the corner curbs they just hit the speed bumps and flew over those because they couldn't keep them on the track yeah i mean that's yeah that's it's never the track's fault it's always the cars and the rule makers fault the track said that they've had those curbs because those are they're temporary curb that's why they're steel they were at a spot in the track where there's different uh, different types of uh, layouts for the track. So they had it in a spot where they could remove them so that they could run a different layout. But um, they've had them since like 2014 or 15, they said, and they've never had a problem until today because they've never run cup cars until today. And so everybody ran over them, destroyed them. They got junked. Lots of lots of lots of race cars got junked. I mean, oh, that was a disaster. The one, that first wreck, I think it was like seven cars or eight cars. It was like Byron and Logano and uh, Suarez and Priest and uh, Jesus, who the hell else? There was a ton of them. Yeah, once he, once all the fluid came out of the Byron car, everybody else behind him was kind of. It ripped the radiator. I think it ripped the radiator and oil cooler out. It was like every every lifeblood of that car was on the racetrack. If you rip the radiator out, you're going to rip the oil cooler out because it's kind of one and the same. Yeah, I don't know if they have power steering coolers or whatever on those things, but they probably have every whatever it is. It's slippery, and whoever survived survived because of luck of the draw. Yeah, I mean, De Benedetto got through, and Blaney got through. I don't know how they got through. They'll cue the conspiracy theories about Penske being able to drive over oil and nobody else, but. Um, well, he didn't win, so well, I think De Benedetto went over it. If you watch the replay, he was he airborne. Might, yeah, he might have gone over it and just kind of missed the bad stuff, and then kind of slid through the last little bit, but stayed on track. Oh God! But oh, that it depends was... on your turn, also. And he could have made a turn in that was going to make him push anyway. So if he was going to have a uh, a push coming out of a right hand turn, so it, it, it's just going to create more of a push. So instead yeah. of spinning out. You know, it depends on the, the corner entry, is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, and then they get the thing cleaned up, and they pull the curb off, and they you know drag it away, and essentially they got the track president out there with a broom. They got everybody and their brother out there with a broom to clean this mess up. They get the cars rolled away. They get Speedy Dry put down because one of the Rick Ware cars decided to puke its guts out all over the racetrack and extend the caution every year. Roger Penske, the track owner, was all over the place, too, because he... <laughs> Is as hands-on as it gets. He must have been shit in a brick because so, of that. Um, don't think it didn't catch his attention. He was oh, definitely trying to take that care man of the was there. Uh, yeah, and running the show, obviously. But yeah. um, everybody watching knew what was coming. They knew it. They saw the speed bump on the inside of the track to try to deter people from gu- cutting the corner, and we're like, "Well, this will be fun when they wreck again." They come back through on the restart, and what do they do? Wreck immediately over oh. that bump. <laughs> it's like, don't drive there. They wreck. Stop driving there. Immediately. They cut the corner more. Immediately is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> Good. Don't drive there. Yeah, I drove there. Sorry. Oops. Oh, my God. I think they threw the yellow again, right? They had another green-white checker. Yeah. They had two you attempts. Think cones would have been better or something? I said, yeah, put cones out. Give them a frame of reference bigger than their hood. And then just penalize them. Make a call. They penalized something. Bubba Wallace, but he went all the way down to the grass because he got forced, and he's like, I'm not monster truck that was, thing. Yeah, that was self-preservation. That was a good yeah, idea. He was, he was about to launch into outer space. And then they were wrecking behind him and then around him, and he missed somebody, too. And he's like, oh, nope, not doing that. Yeah, guess what? He saved the car, so that's fine. I think he rebounded to finish, like, 13th, so that was pretty good. Yep. Hey, he, he finished that race. It's fine. That was that race. Is... Which, 13th for Bubba on a road course is like a win. Yeah, right. He doesn't do bad on he him, is, though. He started off, he was a disaster on road courses, and he, he admitted it himself. He hated them. Yeah, he probably had no, you know, real real uh, time on him. But, you know, you Well, learn. he's probably got that Toyota simulator access now, mm-hmm. so. Well, yeah, I'd be in there all the time if I was bad yeah. at something. Okay, so anyway, they get to finally get the final restart, and uh, Chase Briscoe, this is Chase Briscoe. he gets forced off by denny hamlin and says "Uh uh-uh i ain't having this no no that's not what happened (laughs) that is exactly what happened if you saw tony stewart's face after he talked to him it's what happened (laughs) well what he said to denny hamlin what he said to the media i'm gonna i'm gonna say what chase briscoe said Mm -hmm. okay so he got forced off but he, he from what he said he's that he rebounded okay and then he just said he just flat misjudged um, Danny Hamlin's back bumper and sent him around, and it was a "oops, I made a mistake" moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would have had more respect for for Chase Briscoe if he said, "Hey, listen, you forced me off, mother effer. So guess what? I'm up in your trunk lid now. Okay, and I'm giving you the old enema. Boom. That's what I would have done. Okay, <laughs> I can't win because you forced me off. You're not gonna win this but thing either. But here's also an issue. Okay, <laughs> it's not Danny Hamlin's fault that he forced Chase Briscoe off. Mm wasn't his fault. That was actually the eventual winner's fault. The 16 of Almendinger got into the back of Danny Hamlin going into the turn. Doesn't surprise me. And forced Danny Hamlin up into the 14. Yeah, well, that that's luggage. the that's the fault of the 14 spotter not telling him what's going on just to keep his driver cool. You know no, I mean? no. He, from his explanation, you got to think that he doesn't have situa- situational awareness. Danny Hamlin interview was right. 
he didn't know what he was doing out there. He didn't think he was going to get penalized and and that he just made a mistake from his interview and from his body language that he was talking to uh, Dan Hamlin. I believe that Chase Briscoe didn't know what was going on. And that sucks. That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, he said he got he got word of his penalty really late. Hamlin said that he was told that the ten was gonna or the fourteen was penalized immediately. It's all in it's all in basically who got the line of communication to who first. I don't and know how you process it behind the wheel. Yeah, he might not have even been listening. He might have just been pissed off and been like, "Nope, I need to gain that positioning back so I can try to win this race," and not thinking I'm going to listen to my spotter right now. Yeah, you know, or whoever. And they might have reminded him, and he just didn't hear the first time. When they reminded him, maybe that's when he heard, you know, or listened, or whatever the case might be. But um, I get the feeling Tony Stewart, his car owner, thinks he did it on purpose because he was talking to him after the race, and I saw a cell phone video of it, and he pats him on the chest and walks away and says, I'm proud of you. You stood up for yourself. Well, yeah, because that's what he thought. That he, Do you he, allow him to continue thinking that, though, if you're Chase? <laughs> I mean, like, he, he he's ga- happy? He I'll be ga- fine with he that. He gave him the excuse, which is what I just said, that I would give him more respect if he said, hey, you know what? You forced me off, so F you. Yeah. He thought the same thing, too. Well, that's probably what all of us probably would have done. We would have like seen red and been like, "Okay, if I'm not winning, you're not winning." Right, but it, like I said, and it then wasn't... not thought about him getting sent into us. We would have thought just, yeah, "Hey, it, that's... <laughs> it wasn't Danny Hamlin's fault." Yeah, it was. It, you know whose fault it is? NASCAR. Hmm. They start their restarts way too late. Yep. And they they want everyone to bunch in going into the first turn, no matter what track it is. Wreck race cars is entertainment. Okay. So no matter what, the leader is a sitting duck because you got snow plows behind you, and they are just plowing I ninety five. Yeah, they're okay. gonna they're just gonna go for it, and yeah, they start before the leader does, and everybody just piles into the back of them, no matter what racetrack you're at. Yeah. So, but they need, to, they need to have the leader restart in the middle of the turn before the green. Once the pace car comes off, leader can start anytime. And if you start before the leader starts, then you go to the back. <laughs> It'll save race cars a lot of money, but it won't be entertaining, so that's why they won't do it. So, All right, so AJ Allmendinger won for the colleague racing team, which I think that might be their first cup win, isn't it? Yes. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool, especially I saw some stats too, like they have – I think they've run eight races. They have one win, two top fives, and four top tens. And they're going full-time cup next year, too. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a stat line for a startup cup team. And Chris Rice and uh, Matt Colleague are super into racing. Like, they are, oh, yeah. they're, they're headlining a, f- a team that is going to be a future star cup team. And with their enthusiasm and money and backing and stuff and their team that they've put together, I don't see any reason for them to not succeed. So, uh, Especially with the new car, it's going to kind of be on a level playing field for them, and they're going to be mm-hmm. able to figure everything out as, I just mean as far as learning, like they'll figure out everything as everybody else is instead of having to play catch-up constantly. I mean, obviously the bigger teams will learn faster than everybody else, but... Uh, I think that they have a good thing going, and they well, it might depends on their personnel choices. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, that's 
that's people is everything in the cup series you yeah. buy you can buy experience yeah i agree all right so anybody else have anything else i'm just saying that uh, i i really think it's fantastic that a new a new team such as college racing is a you know he's a passionate owner and really really into it and it's good to see some a little bit of new blood get successful early on in the cup series race and what AJ Allmendinger said about who Matt Colleg is as an owner is fantastic because he said in victory, well, his victory speech, I guess. It's not really victory lane speech, which it should be. But he said, I love racing for the guy because he doesn't care how the car comes back as long as you're holding a trophy. And I'm like, damn, that's a good owner. Well, yes, yep. uh, yeah, that's, that's true. He said, wad it up as long as you win. It's true, as long as you don't. <laughs> as long as you Kinda win. sounds like a Richard Childress mentality. As long as you win, I don't care if you ball it up. Just bring home a trophy in the check. Well, what it means is that, you know, you know, stand your ground, I hope. You know, not just go out there on the... Win. With <laughs> reckless abandon. <laughs> don't be out there spending everything. money recklessly. Yeah, don't you know? be an idiot. But if you're going to win, no. win and don't matter. Yeah. I think AJ has just the right aggression level too to race with that team. He's a good pick for that team. Well, yeah, yeah, he's very experienced. A lot he, of experience. He's been in the Cup Series for a long time, and in the IndyCar Series and Sports Car Series. You know, he's not exactly, you know, he wasn't born well, yesterday. So he's got People a lot forget, of. Forget ex- he almost won the Indy Five Hundred too. Yeah, so. that too. Yeah. Um, he's also got a lot of experience in NASCAR at every track. So he, yeah. a lot of you, you, he's essentially a world-class driver. Uh, and you can take someone like that to build a team with. doesn't matter age. If he's getting the job done, who cares? Right. You know, don't implant some new driver who doesn't know the shit from Shinola. And you're not going to build a team off that. You build a team with experience. And that's exactly what yeah. they're doing with I him. I almost would. Yeah. If, if he, yeah. If, uh, Matt DiBenedetto didn't win. I, would, yeah, I'm glad to see AJ win that thing. Yeah. So, all right, let's wrap this thing up. I know it's almost ten o'clock here. For God's sake, uh, as of recording, and our listeners are bored, and yeah, they don't listen to us anymore because we're too long. Soundboard. They, they all turned off forty five minutes ago. Yeah. Anyway, so you can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find it on Instagram at Making Laps Podcast facebook.com slash making laps podcast if you want to see our ugly faces you can go on over to youtube at youtube.com you can go over to youtube.com slash sid's view to view us on there if you'd like uh if you want to see us you can find me on instagram at brent and twitter at brent gleason zero one by the way by the way hang on boy don't say nothing yet don't play with any sounds don't do anything yet we're wrapping this thing up the Enlero Photo Sponsor Draw Calendar Sales is still ongoing. I should have said that earlier. And by the way, I am in the lead for entries, which thank you all very much. You're I'm not up, in the lead enough. I'm at 10 entries. There's 127 Damn. drivers. I have 10 people. entries. Can you believe that? So if you if you want to buy a really awesome calendar with race cars on it, and you want to put somebody's name in for sponsorship, and some and watch me absolutely struggle and flail and be made fun of in, in a limited late model at Stafford. You know why? Because I can't make Stafford every Friday night. Yeah, well, I don't know if I can make Stafford either, but I'm going to try anyway. <laughs> put my name down. And if you want to put... Patreon. 
and if, Brent's name down. And if you want to put anybody pick else Phil. on the crew down, feel free again. It's up to you. Pick me. Pick me. Pick Phil. He has a race car. Oh, Jesse has a race car. Boy. I'd like to race more than four times next year. Yeah, me too. Trust me. I'm only at five <laughs> this year. All right, so you you can find that at uh, you can find Enlaro Photo on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for it, and you can get links to buying your calendars there. Uh, Phil, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at uh, at P Jake's Racing. <laughs> I'm just watching. I hope the YouTube audience enjoys my son swinging around in a chair, which is absolutely hilarious. So anyway. You can find Jesse under a rock or in a dark alley. Uh, he won't. You won't see him. He'll see you. Um, okay, boy. How do we end this show? And please do it nice. Keep the doors down. Stay out of fence. Thank you for listening. That was the best one yet. Thank you all for listening. Absolutely. I appreciate it. <laughs>